So part of your skill is uh, narrowing it down. It's sort of knowing which systems work. Right. Them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and and I don't always know right away when I talk to someone, you know, I, yeah. I, uh, I got to spend some time with them, figure out what do you do? How do you do it? Uh, and then, and then I'll try to go find something that works for them, that actually works for them. Right. Instead of just shoving the thing that I get paid to, to recommend down exactly. their throat, you know? Yes, that's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. So uh, I'm a tech, uh, well, my children always say I'm not tech savvy, um, which is fair to say. But uh, those things are, to me, not, they are necessary. I see the relevance of, you know, understanding your insights or, you know, appearing on page one and so, but they're not things that you have to have. Compared to, I need a, uh, if I'm going to have a podcast, I have to have a host and I have to understand what that means, how it works, how to upload my podcast to it, and so Mm -hmm. on. And Mm -hmm. I think that for a lot of us, we kind of skirt over that stuff that isn't an absolute requirement. It's essential, but it's not a requirement to function in business. Yep. And I think that, you know, when when you think about prioritizing things, it's really helpful to have someone like you, Alex, where you're the guy that that people can come to and and you can explain like this is what you need, even mm-hmm. if it's not essential to you, you know, functioning. It is essential yeah. to you succeeding. And there can be yeah. a difference in that. Yeah, there's only so much, uh, especially because I like to work with small businesses, um, you know, like mid, large size, but they have to have these tools. Uh, you just, you can't manually do all the things that, that are required. But for small businesses, like you said, it is not a necessity, um, but it will, it will stunt your ability to grow and scale. You, you could just, you can only do so much with, with, with writing things down or spreadsheets or your memory. You, you just can't. Um, and, and, and that's where it's it's not really about the money because these things are fairly cheap. It's about the the time and, and getting out of your comfort zone that a lot of people just don't want to do. They've, they've been doing they've been doing a thing for a while and it works. So don't touch it is, is what I get from people. <laughs> Very common. Yeah. So what's your favorite tool to use for just organizing your life? Uh, for service based businesses, I'd have to say Jobber. Um, Jobber is, is awesome. And it, and it actually, it's a company that I would love to work for as a software engineer, but, uh, they're out of Canada and they are not hiring us workers, but I bug them every time. Everybody there knows me. Every time they post something on LinkedIn, I comment on it. I am, I'm always asking when they're hiring us people. Um, so when they do, I, I know that they will already know who I am, but, uh, yeah, I was with them since the beginning. Uh, I think the company started about 10 years ago. And uh, I got in when the, when the software was actually very basic. And even then, it, it changed everything for me because I was using like uh, Google Calendar and a couple spreadsheets. And I, I, I would forget to bill people sometimes because it just it falls through the cracks. And yeah. I'm, out, I'm out there doing the hard work every day. I can't come home. I, actually, I can't. I, I don't want to come home and spend three hours in front of the yeah, computer, really work yeah. you know, <laughs> just documenting, putting estimates together. Uh, you know, with this software, I, I was able to do them in the field from my phone. I just... This is what it is. What's your email? All right, you got it. There's a button there for you to prove it. Let me know. And so it just changed everything for me. And uh, and it's evolved so much over the years. So that's one that I really try to push for service-based companies where where you go to your client to perform a service physically. Um, it, it lends itself very well to that. Um, and then the other one, I guess, would have to be Trello. Uh, it's a free project management tool. And I set up a Trello board for anyone that I work with just for us to have a place to keep our stuff, you know? Just and for us to, yeah. 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 It makes sense. And it's so yeah. 
Adrian tried to do that with me and, and Monday, my co-pioneer. Yeah. <laughs> Monday, yeah, that's that's yeah. another. Yeah. So 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 we had we had here's Ryan and I not at all techie. Uh and then and then Adrian's doing all this tech stuff and he's trying to get us to follow Mondays. And we just we had our own kind of system and it was chaos. You should see it. Yes. It was chaos. <laughs> there were documents all over the it's place. A Google doc. yeah. There were several documents. There were uh, notes all over the place. My dog has done as all well. The <laughs> we um, <laughs> that's the whole thing. Um, you know, so we but we knew what which Google Doc had what in it. We sure. Sure. we had a system, right? Oh yeah. And then and then Adrian comes along and sets up this Mondays, and that's great. Except that we kept forgetting to look in that one. Now, yeah. I think that the thing is, is getting your head around and committing to using these tools yeah. and really seeing value in it. I'm sorry. There's a, this, <laughs> there's a, this is one of those TV blooper things. You remember those shows where like the animals all keep doing weird stuff? This Just this anyway it's the whole thing so so i think it's i think it's a matter of you know really kind of seeing the value in it yeah and then and then because you don't have to right we were making this work with google docs yeah and then and then you know going to someone like you and getting it set up yeah and figuring out and, and, how to how, how to make it work and a lot of these things you you have to feed them they they, they need to be fed the information they need to be fed the data Yes. Uh, in order to, 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 to work, be able to work for you. And so that's where automation kind of uh, gets rid of part of that, where if, if I can somehow integrate or automate something for it to be fed automatically, mm -hmm. then you need to get in there and use it, or it's just going to build up and build up and build up. So, so that's, that's half of it. But yeah, you, you do need to use the, these tools. They, they work, they work very much in tandem with your, uh, with your day to day, uh, and, and once you find a, a system, and, and, and it, a lot of it is too is just habit forming. You know, like having going in there, setting aside a time. Okay, I need to go in there at least an hour a day and make sure everything's lined up properly, or, or take this thing and put it here. But but automation uh, is something that really alleviates that. Um, and you you can over automate things too, and then you're like, I don't even know what's going on. So it, it's uh, yeah yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. But I, I work in crisis management. Uh, I'm an A-type personality and I just, I thrive that way. But then yeah. you get to a point when if you genuinely are going to grow your business, and this is why I wanted to invite you onto the podcast, because I think there's, you know, it's a very short, short-term short solution. If yeah. you are planning on growing your business and you don't have those things in, it's going to become even more painful to put them yeah. in as you get bigger and yeah. once you've reached maximum capacity without those tools. Yeah. Yeah. And also when you grow, you, you bring other people into your team and now you're, you're talking about having to teach someone else. You are very, not barbaric, but your, your very proprietary system that you put together. And now you have to teach that to them and make sure that they use it. And so there's a, there's a continuity there. And if you lose that person, then you're back to square one. So a lot, what a lot of these systems or a lot of these CRMs do is it, it allows someone to just jump in Here's all the information you have, uh, and this is what we use. You know, exactly. yeah. so it, uh, it's great for, yeah. for team collaboration. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so I mean, so you, but you, you cover the whole range, and what what I love is that a lot of people, if you employ them, they will set it up for you, and then you have to keep you know contacting them and paying them and so on to, yeah. to be able to. So, say for example, a podcast, but you do training in it. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. people can can then take it back and own it themselves, and I think that's a yeah. wonderful that's business such a model. Strength, yeah, that's great. yeah. 
yeah, it's kind of kind of a bridge between, I guess, uh, uh, set, setting these things up and like IT support. You know, I have an, a local nonprofit here that was doing a um, dispute resolution. You know, for for people when they're arguing over custody and things like that. And uh, when when co- they would do all this in person, and when COVID happened, they had to switch to completely remote. And almost everyone that worked there was just not good with computers, which was really bad for them. So uh, they basically hired me to just spend, I spend about an hour or two a week with everyone there. And it started with simple things like how to schedule an event on the calendar, how to invite people to it, um, how to do very simple things with email, you know, like forwarding. And, and, and now we're moving on to even more advanced stuff. And now they're adopting a CRM finally after me telling them for months, like, hey, you, you need this. You're, you're, you're doing everything on spreadsheets. Uh, mistakes are happening. Uh, I had w- w- one of the girls uh, just completely messed up the entire spreadsheet because she didn't know that in Excel you could type, continue typing into a block even though it's only this big. So she just spaced out an entire paragraph over like 30 different blocks so that it would take up the whole area. And <laughs> so, so that was, uh, that, that was, that was fun, but you know, you, you don't know. And, and so yeah. having someone that's willing to, to, to help you learn these things without, without mocking you or, yeah. or making you feel stupid, uh, it, was, it was empowering, you know, and, yeah. and, and now yeah. uh, she looks forward to working with us when in the beginning she was terrified. She actually cried the first time we were on there. She was yeah. just so, I don't know if it was humiliated or, or overwhelmed at what was about to happen, that she yeah. just lost it. And, uh, and that's when I realized like, this is a real thing that people yeah. suffer yeah. with, you know? So I, I, I can relate to that. I mean, not so much on the Excel, but then I've used that for a while, but uh, yeah. I've done equally uh, basic mistakes, you know, yeah. on things where I just can't see it. And, and, yeah. and there'll be a big, huge compose button. And I just go, I can't see how to compose, you know, things like that. Yeah. It's just knowing where to look and knowing and, and, ha- and it is a lot about confidence, which is, yeah. which is what I love about your work because you might think, oh, it's more tech, but it, it isn't, it's about confidence. And I, I know you get that because oh, yeah. when we've spoken in the past, I mean, you've done this because you had a landscape business and didn't know anything about landscaping. Right. So, nope. I mean, I- how. I, I I didn't even mow my own lawn as a kid, right. so <laughs> the first time I used a lawnmower, I got paid to do it, <laughs> and it was terrifying. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. So where does that cut? Where do, where do how do you get that to be able to go out and offer something that you've never done before? Well, uh, it's not too long of a story, but um, so my wife, my, we were both in the Navy. Uh, I, I was her recruiter, actually. I, I put her in the Navy, and then and then I got out shortly after. But uh, so her her first <laughs> the first place she was stationed at was in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, and that's when I had my uh, well, I had my first e-commerce business down in Tampa, where I was liquidating businesses and estates, and and it went very well. Then she got stationed in Jacksonville, so we moved there, and the market just was not there. Uh, there was just not, it just wasn't there. Um, it's, it's very low income area in Jacksonville. So I, uh, I went months and months and months trying to get this business off the ground. Couldn't, couldn't really get clients with, with enough stuff for me to turn a profit. Uh, and, and we had a lawn guy, we had a guy cutting our grass and we were paying him $75 every two or a month or something, something like that. So to save money, I told my wife, look, I can go get a $250 lawnmower and after three months, it four months, it basically pays for itself if we, we stop paying the lawn guy. So I'll start cutting the grass. I got that. Went out and bought it. 
uh, and was on Craigslist when we still used to use that. Um, and, and I was just looking for random, random jobs to do random, anything, you know, just to kind of fill, fill the time. You know, I'm not, I am, I'm not opposed to doing anything. I, my pride is not, not, you know, no. So I, I, I saw and had this lady had posted, she had a picture of her lawn. It was a little overgrown. And she said, I need to get my lawn cut today. My landlord, this, that, and the other security deposit. Uh, so, I have 60 bucks if someone can come mow my lawn today. And so I messaged her and I said, Hey, I just bought a lawnmower. I'm dying to use this thing. My grass, my lawn guy just did my grass. So uh, I'd love to come cut your grass. And she said, come on over. So it took me, it should have only taken me about 45 minutes, but it took me an hour and a half. I had to figure out how to start the thing and, and all this other stuff. So, uh, but I got it mowed. It wasn't the prettiest thing. And an hour and a half later, I had 60 bucks in my hand and I was like, okay. So I went and uh, I created a Facebook page and it was called Last Minute Lawns. I didn't even register the business. You know, a lot of people think you have to go out and go do your LLC and, and get all this stuff. You just try something out, you know, until you make a certain amount of money. You don't even have to have a, have, have any of these, these things, right? So I did Last Minute Lawns uh, and I just went on a few. I went on Facebook. I posted it there, uh, made a couple Craigslist ads. Before you know it, I was having people just call me like, hey, Alex, I, I, need, I need my grass cut today. And, and I was underpriced. I was, but it doesn't matter. I was just figuring it out, right? Yeah. And, and so that's how it started. Uh, it actually, I started taking it seriously when I had a few people say, Hey, can, can you come every two weeks? I was like, well, I don't know. You know, I'm just, just doing, I don't want, you know, I'm just trying this. This is just something I'm doing temporarily. Um, but yeah, over time I started taking on a few of those clients and then, uh, yeah, by the time I had about 15 of them, I, I couldn't keep track anymore of, of, of when I needed to go, uh, how much they owed me because I was doing it all manually. And that was the first time I, I adopted a CRM. Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> and then we moved here, we moved here to Washington. Uh, and I had, again, so I, I, I did this in Florida for about a year or two. I kind of figured out, uh, I don't, I don't know if you know the difference between warm and, and cold weather, uh, landscape and grass, but it's all different. There is not one thing here that grows that grows in Florida and vice versa. So, so we're driving across the country and I'm like, man, I got to start another business now. And uh, we get here and I'm just overwhelmed at the amount of stuff that is growing here in Washington. And uh, the grass, everything was different. Um, like in Florida, you don't bag the grass. You just, you just mulch it. You just mow it. But here you have to. If you mulch it, it turns into a mess. Yeah. Um, yes. So again, started from scratch, but at least I, I knew to avoid certain mistakes and I, and I was able to start things off, you know, uh, using the CRM from the beginning. And so, uh, it just went well, you know, and I was able to grow that to the point where, where I just couldn't, you know, because I needed, I needed more reliable people and, uh, I couldn't charge anymore after I couldn't find any more people. I just started raising prices every year. And, nice. and that's yeah. when I decided, all right, Alex, Time, time for something else. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. But I mean, it, it's not different to other people who want to start online businesses no. or, you know, kind of a hybrid of, you know, being as, as I do, you know, face to face when we can uh, and 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 being online. That's how my business will evolve now post COVID. And I think, you know, a lot of people will will wonder, you know, can I start a podcast? Should I start a YouTube? You know, and and. and very often, especially women, the piece is, I don't know how. And first of all, I can say, having started a YouTube channel, it's super easy, like yeah. super easy. Um, but to do it nicely and to do it properly and to have it branded and to have your videos topped and tailed and all of those kind of things, that's stuff that you can learn. But you don't have to have that right away. I'm amazed wow. when I 
people who, you know, they, they, they wait a year to start a podcast because yeah. they're researching. I, I almost think you shouldn't have those things in the beginning because it, it almost gives you this, uh, this, this, this unnecessary pressure that you, you literally put onto yourself like, oh, I need to be operating at this level now because I've got this logo and I've got all this stuff behind what I don't even know what I'm doing yet. You know, so I, I encourage people just get out there, just try the things, see if you like it. You know, you could end up spending a bunch of money on something and now you're almost committed to it and you don't even enjoy it. And that's, that's the worst thing. So um, yeah, just get out there, try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you didn't spend any money. <laughs> you know, you yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we've been talking, you and I have been talking about apps cause I'm, and that kind of came up organically when we met, but yeah. I love the idea of apps because I think I really can see where that's going to be the, the, the future. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got their own app now. Um, and it used to be an expensive thing because you used to have to hire a developer like me to go in there and literally code the whole thing out and, and, and get it ready. Cause you can't just make an app and throw it on the, on the, on the app store. It has to meet certain requirements and all kinds of stuff. So, but now, you know, with the popularity of apps, we have all these different white label, uh, uh, programs that you can almost like like a website builder you can just plug and play your your own app and then you have you have your own app uh that people can pay uh, a subscription to, to to use and there's lots of different models but uh it's just becoming easier uh, and you found a, a, a platform that that you like and you're thinking of using with your clients now yeah actually uh the one we were talking about uh is pa passion.io nice. uh and she uh the, the the lady that had reached out to me who wanted to use it um and had never heard from her, but she actually just emailed me uh, yesterday. Uh, so I, I didn't know that when we had spoken, but, uh, but yeah, she said, Alex, I haven't forgotten about you. I'm just still putting all my ideas together uh, <clears throat> and we're almost there. Um, so you'll be hearing from me soon. So I, I, I guess I will get to get in there and play with it. But um, And how do those, I mean, you're just kind of starting out there, but how do those programs work? Are they kind of like a um, uh, Squarespace? Do they have a template that you then add your... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't gotten in there myself, but I have read through their documentation just to understand, uh, you know, what I'm getting into um, yeah. and how to use it. And I've seen some videos of people using it, but but yeah, it's very template driven. Uh, yeah. Or you can also forego the templates and, and start with a blank slate. Um, you can customize the heck out of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can you can you can go live in it. Um, so there's different depending on your business and the, I guess the, the kind of model you want to offer to people. It, it it's not like one way. Like you can yeah. only do this. Um, and and there are some other ones that that are a little more basic and and you know this is the way you use it. But uh, what That's I like cool. about Passion IO is that it's so customizable. You know, for someone like me that loves to tinker with that stuff, yeah, of course, uh, I have all the buttons and all the you know. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. but for someone like me that doesn't, I just need to be able to put the basics in and make it work. That, and that's, that's what the templates are for. Yeah, you, yeah, you just yeah. go with yeah. a template and and drop your stuff in, and it's very um, it, it, it's I, I love it. I mean, it it has it's kind of like WordPress. WordPress can be easy to use with templates and certain certain plugins, but then it can also be very difficult if you're yeah. starting from a blank, you know, a blank slate. So. Yeah. Yeah. And and you and you mentioned earlier, I assume with a lot of these programs in terms of loading it to Apple servers and all that kind of thing, they've got that covered for you. It is. Yeah. Right. As soon as it's done, it, it actually uploads it to the store for you. Oh, wow. Uh, really all good. within there. And you can manage your subscriptions within there, everything. So, so this a is white, a lot white label app. What's that? This is a lot like a podcast then where you can, you know, upload uh, your stuff it, to it and, then, and then it just yeah. sends it yeah. out, right? Mm-hmm. 
the content. Um, people are using it for uh, instructional videos or, or having a personal trainer. You know, if you're a personal trainer, you can have your library of different workouts on there, but you also say, Hey, Tuesday mornings at this time, everybody needs to be there. And that's when you go live in the app. And so you just, it's, yes. it's, it's as close as you can get to, to having someone in front of you, you know, just, um, they're there and they yeah. can talk to you and Perfect. all of that. Would that yeah. be something that you might um, adopt? Because you've got a lot of clients that need you sort of to, to just pop up and chat to them. And say, I, okay, I, I've, th I've thought about it. Um, yeah. like, like I said, I just started this four months ago and I don't know the direction it's going to go in yet. Um, so for me to sit down and start creating content, uh, I, I am a little, I don't want to say intimidated by it. I just, I'm a little unsure of, of, of what to do yet, you know, yeah. but, but for people that have been doing a thing for a few years and they've got it nailed down, this is what I do. This, this is how I do it. And yeah. they're ready to share that. Um, th it's tremendous for that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So for anybody that wants to start a podcast, you can help them out with that. For anybody oh, sure. on website, you can help them out with that. Oh yeah. Um, uh, for anybody who wants CRM or you know, um, yeah, just just gen general organization and automating things. You know, a lot of people that do online businesses have to do a lot of outreach. They have to constantly be communicating with people, and so just being able to automate a lot of that stuff uh, without making it uh, spammy. You know, that that's the mm -hmm. trick because you know when you're talking to a robot. You know when when you accept a friend request and you get an instant message from them. It's it's yeah. it's automated. You know, yeah. so putting in delays, uh, just making it seem more human so that you, your conversion is better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I still have all that stuff manual. I do have it, you know, in a text replace on my phone so I can just, you know, type a couple of letters and that yeah. message will come up, but it is automated, which means that, or it isn't automated. I mean, which means that it might be a day before you get that message from me, you know, I'll accept your friend request and then it will come up. But so I, I, I think there are, there are, I'm kind of more in the middle. I'm using shortcuts, but not, yeah. you know, not fully automated, yeah, but fine. I love I love that. See, that's a great tip. That's that, that you just shared there around, you know, if you're automating, set up a delay, you know? Yeah. And a, a random delay. Uh, it's, it, it, you just want to come across human to people. Everybody's yep. using the internet. We all know we're all starting to figure out what's human and what's not. And, and AI is, is huge now uh, in terms of trying to figure out how to be more human with people um, yeah. online with, with uh, communications, even with ads, they have AI now that will write copy for you. Like it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> so. Wow. I would like that. Yeah. I would like that very much. <laughs> okay. So, so, um, so, and you work, you work mainly not, not on purpose, but you seem to work mainly with women. Why do you think that is? You know, I don't know if I, they just gravitate to me or, or I come across as non-threatening to them. Um, I, I've had lots of people tell me, and it, it was weird the first couple of times, but it's happened so many times now that I even feel comfortable sharing it. But I've had people tell me, you know, Alex, I don't know what it is about you, but I, I trust you. Uh, and that was super weird to hear the first time. I was like, what, what's, your, what's your angle here? You know? <laughs> uh, but, but no, it's, it's just happened so much now. And, uh, uh, and, and they should, you know, I'm the kind of person that would go, the extra mile just to, to protect my reputation or to make sure that I, that I, I, I did what I said I was going to do for you. Um, I'd, I'd rather do that than, than just, you know, cut it off. Well, I only build it for 10 hours. So, uh, that's it. That's all I was able to do. Uh, we're, we're done. You know, I'll put in the 20 just to make sure that I, I did what I said I would do in the 20 or in the 10. Um, so I, I don't know, you know, and I prefer working with them, I guess, even in landscaping where, where it's common for people to not pay the bill. You know, I, I would have to spend time. Hey, 
did, did you get around to the to, to the, oh, checks in the mail kind of thing, right? Uh, I never, women just, they always paid their bills. I don't know. I never had to worry about it. Like if yeah. anything, it was like, Hey Alex, it's the first, I haven't gotten a bill yet. The first right. time that happened, I was blown away. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me for the bill. That That's, that's crazy. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Working with men, this is a terrible cliche, but it's like when, uh, a man has a problem with his car and lots of other men gather around him and right. they- to think they know what's wrong with it. Do you find that in tech? That if you're trying to teach men, they think they know, or they don't want to admit that they don't know. Yeah, there's a lot more. I, th- I think of pride or just ego present. Um, I don't really know what it is, but it's yeah. just easier to work with women. I don't. I don't yeah. know. there is a more willing. There is because my, you know confidence through cabaret in this community is 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 women and femme identifying. It's not only, but that's that's kind of the. Yeah the parameter that we set, but we, you know, we, and we have quite a few men in the community who can, who are really comfortable to work with that, who are not femme identifying, but they, they appreciate the vulnerability and the yeah. openness of women. And so they enjoy being in that, you know, in that kind of community. And I think there that women, especially if they really do want to do something, they work from a place, not all women, but, and not, and not, never men but you know they work from a place of emotion from passion from you know desire to help somebody or whatever their vision is and and yet and you do come across as trustworthy but you also come across as somebody that you that I could say look I'm gonna ask you this stupid question because I don't know how to use excel or whatever it is and you won't laugh you're not the kind of person that yeah yeah Yeah. I I think that the vulnerability part is huge absolutely and and men tend to not do that you know because I don't know if it's just evolution or the way we were were brought up from prior generations but we're shown you know we're raised not to uh, to not come across as weak or 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 don't make yourself vulnerable and you know I know I was raised that way um and and I I Luckily, I don't have to do that, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, Which is interesting coming from a man who's in the Navy, because surely that's that kind of... Uh, true, yeah, <laughs> and there is a lot of that in the military. And even the military itself is changing um, and, okay. and becoming a little more aware of, of, of things. And Yes. Yeah. It, you know, if AI can become more human, then surely humans can be <laughs> become more, more human. human yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you get you get more done too when you can be honest and open about what you need, and and I can be honest and open about what I can do for you. Uh, it just it gets to the end point a lot faster and and, and more efficiently. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think I think that that pride and that confidence, and that's why I wanted to share your your story and your business, um, you know, around the community and 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 everywhere that we can reach because it is such an important thing, and I think for women to limit themselves just because they don't know how to do something. That's yeah. not the point. Yeah. That's really not the point. You don't have to know how you got to figure out what you want to do. You got to yeah. figure out where you want to get to, what's your vision, you know, what's your market yeah. and so on. And, and those things, there is so much information online yeah. to help you with that, that you, know, oh, yeah. you, you can go through tutorials easily and because it is very much self-led, but once you get to the bit and, and I know I would have got to the bit um, without these guys would, would have just been, I don't know how. I didn't know how to go live on Instagram. Now I can figure it out, but I was yeah, so intimidated yeah. by Instagram that I didn't want to start pushing buttons. And I ended up, and I'll be really honest with you, I ended up making three Instagram accounts because I pushed all the wrong buttons and I kept making new accounts. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I kept going, I kept pushing things and then going, oh, I've just made another account. I don't know how. 
Yeah. I didn't read the thing. I didn't read it at all. <laughs> I feel like Alex has a lot no, of I, I know. I've I, never come across like, that I wasn't expecting three new accounts, but no, hey, I, 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 I've heard of it. three, right? I made one on purpose. <laughs> and they made two more because I was like, oh, what does this do? And then Alex I started with a lot of people that he's never come across. But what is <laughs> but that's the thing is like if 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 I can get past that and yeah. figure it out yeah. and and completely screw it up and make three accounts that I didn't plan yeah. to, then you, anybody can do that, right? Yeah. Anybody oh, yeah. can, it's, it's just about the resourcefulness. It's not about like having all the resources, not, and then it's very important for us to be able to have somebody that we can, that we can speak to and somebody that's going to be patient and understanding yeah. and kind and, you know, and, and not, and so sometimes it's difficult to work with family members. For example, I know that if I asked one of my sons, they would have known Instagram like that, but yeah. they, but the, the, the aggravation that would have gone on beforehand. I know it's, it's, it's true. I, I actually can relate to that as someone who would get frustrated with my own, my own parents, my own, my own mom, mom or, or dad helping them. It was just like, I look back now and it's like, wow, Alex, you really like, they wouldn't even want to come ask you anything for exactly. fear of, you know, what, what, what you had to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now, now I'm having to force myself to, to be, actually not force myself because I really do enjoy it. Um, and I don't know what it was about my family. Even now I would get frustrated with my mom. I could see that. I could see that happening right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm teaching my mom how to use a phone. No. Right. <laughs> no, but can I just say as a parent here, all right. Your parents taught you how to eat from a spoon. This is true. Yes. So <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Very true. You know? <laughs> and they and didn't know what is your problem? You yeah. should know utensils. <laughs> you got two hands, right? Yeah. Right. Put everything else in your mouth. <laughs> Everyone else can do it. Everyone else can do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it and it is just that. And and very often we have to go outside of our circle to be able to do that. And again, yeah. I just want to say this because I know we've we've said it a couple of times now. You know, your business model for me is wonderful that you will show somebody how to be able to do it for themselves. Yeah you know, you'll get them up and running, you'll help them out and then you'll hand it over. And that is the ultimate in learning. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't found it yet. Honestly, I, I've been actually looking for, for other companies to kind of emulate or learn from them, how they do what they do. And I don't find it out there. Uh, someone that's willing to just, teach you. it's almost like they want to hoard the knowledge so they can yeah. continue to, to, to cash in on it. And I don't know. I just think there's enough people out there that need help that that's not necessary. So it's really Very not. True. It's yeah. really not. Okay, so I want to. Uh, we will come back to where people can find you, and and I because I, I really do believe in in your business model and what you're doing. Um, before we do that, I just wanted to uh, kind of go off on a little bit more of a, a confidence through cabaret kind of trail for a couple of minutes. Um, so cabaret is is really defined by. Uh, being in a small venue. So most comedians, for example, would have started in cabaret because they, they wouldn't have got to start in the big time unless they, you know, were, were knew somebody. Singers, uh, wow. again, very often, and in cabaret, you typically expect to find singers. Uh, you'd expect to find dancers of various sorts, uh, you know, burlesque, drag, uh, contortion, uh, aerial stuff, uh, people with hula hoops, you name it. I mean, pretty much anything, but in small venues, you know, and, and, and entertaining, uh, small crowds. So if you were performing a cabaret act, what, what, what would you perform? 
what what kind of style what would you be doing well you know i i used to actually do uh break dancing and, and raving i was big into the electronic music scene so i i would probably do something along those lines with glow sticks and uh uh stuff like that like yeah. have, I, I actually do that now. Uh, if I get too drunk at a wedding or something, I will. I will totally get on the dance floor and start break dancing. I'm not as not as good as I used to be, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I love that. Okay, and so you might have already <laughs> answered this, but what what one prop would you want to take with you on stage? Glow sticks. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Oh. Normally, people sort of say like big, you know, something like a big feather fan or something they can hide behind or or something. Do you know, we we had uh, we had one guy who was like, "I'm taking my mug because my mug is like my barrier. It's like a protection." Yeah. And that, you know, and I'm like, now, "Look at the crowd turns two, on." Two glow sticks. We used to put them between between my fingers and just <laughs> go nuts, yeah, yeah. Or, or get them on some strings, and I, I would do that for hours. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And you might already have this, but what would your stage name be? Well, my DJ name was uh, DJ Frivolous, which uh, <laughs> uh, means silly and unnecessary. Um, and so I shortened it to DJ Friv, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I'd say uh, uh, Frivolous, even to this day. Uh, um, silly I and unnecessary. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> That is amazing. That is fantastic. I love. Do you know what's 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 I think blown my mind is that you already have the answers to this. You're like, yeah, I've done this. I've been there. I've, d I've done some things. I've done some things. I've gotten out my comfort zone more than once. I, I almost uh, th thrive on it now. So yes. yeah, I feel alive. I and that is real. a true inspiration. <laughs> that, that is a true, true inspiration. If anybody's thinking, ah, I don't really have the confidence to do that. I'm not really sure about that. Then then just do it. Which I'm sure is why people are comfortable with you because you've just gone out and done it. Many, many times you just, yeah. Or, or I'm not afraid to. And I'll tell people, hey, I don't know what we're doing, but we're going to figure it out together and I'm going to do it on my time. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Wow. Really nice. Wow. So where can people find you, Alex? Uh, I mean, I tend to be on Facebook a lot. Um, I don't really use, I know how to use them. I just don't really use a lot of the uh, social media platforms. Um, I'm actually kind of a private guy. Um, I don't, I don't really, you know, I'm not the person to, to go live all the time. Um, uh, but yeah, I'd say either Facebook or, or, you know, people can email me or go to my website, um, uh, easybiz.tech, E-A-S-Y. Everybody always thinks it's easy. Um, my, my landscaping business was easy lawn care. So I'm kind of sticking with the whole easy thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, E-A-S-Y-B-I-Z dot tech uh, is my website. And I've got my number on there. All of my social media stuff's on there. So yeah. brilliant. So anything, I mean, e even if, even if you have questions for Alex and you want to like run an idea of like, how, how do you think this would work? Then you can work out a, a plan together. Uh, yeah. If you already know what you want. And that, I mean, I I'm saying that because um, I know you and I have talked about this before, but but I, but I'm saying that because sometimes people are like, I don't really know what I want, but I know yeah. that I sort of want, mm -hmm. and and that's okay. Yeah, it, it's hard to figure out that too because there's so much out there, and and you just you don't know what you don't know. And so uh, I I love talking to people. I don't even charge to do it. I I talk to people and give advice all day, any any chance I get. I'm on Clubhouse a lot too, just talking to people. Um, and it's not until you definitely know what you want to do. And, and I have a plan for you and you need help with it that, that, uh, then, then, you know, then I'll start charging you for my services. So, yeah. 
Um, I'd love to talk to anybody. If anything, I, I like it because it keeps me uh, up to up to breast on what, what's going on. What, what are you know? I learn something with every person I talk to. So uh, I, I encourage it. Amazing, amazing. I'm so glad that we connected. Yeah. So glad to be sharing your services. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just I just really believe in this because I think it's a lifeline for a lot of people that have this passion yeah. and this calling and this desire and they don't know what to do because the how is stopping them. Yeah, yeah I hear that a lot. Uh, everybody I'm working with uh, now loves it. And, and I haven't advertised really at all. Uh, they've all recommended me to other people. Um, and it's all sort of happened uh, naturally. Uh, which which I like. That means it works. It's it, it gives me the confidence to keep doing what I'm doing. So yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And that's 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 just a a fantastic you know kind of testimonial that that people are recommending your services and yeah. and passing that on word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. it's the proof. Well, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for coming here and and Absolutely. sharing your business and your story with us. It has been such a pleasure. I, I'm I'm sure at some point our, we'll we'll come back to this. We'll circle back and we'll end up doing a live in the Facebook community about people are freaking out about podcasts or whatever the topic is and uh, yeah. and, and pick that up. So, but for now, I really appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Um, Thank you, Adrian, Thank you. Thank you. for being here because because I was afraid of. I see here. I'm being really real with you here. I was like. I don't really have any interesting co comments, but age, like as in questions to discuss, right? Like I, you and I can discuss, you know, kind of the feeling and the how of the business, Alex. But then I was like, but what, what if it gets technical? Well, I'll, <laughs> exactly I'll what we've been talking about. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, I, I really appreciate you guys because you, you know, you really do get it um, that, that people, that people need to be able to ask silly questions, because even though you did ask, yeah. laugh at my three Instagram accounts. <clears throat> Can I just say for the record, I still use all three Instagram accounts. Yeah. I was um, going to ask you, are you at least utilizing them now? <laughs> I am. Out of pure determination that I've made them. So stubborn, there was stubborn. a reason <laughs> yeah. that they needed to come into the world. And so I use them and I post different things on them. Yeah. 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 Different, different aspects of me, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's important too. A lot of people try to do too much with one entity and, and you want to be very specific and, and, and intentional with what you do. Yeah, very, very good point. Thank you so much, Alex, for Thank joining you. us. You got it. Thank you. I am Heather. This is Adrian. Adrian. We have been joined by the fabulous Alex. And I'm just reminding you that it is your body. It is your world. And it is your stage. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Bye. Bye.